Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you! Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. Greetings, and welcome to the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve, and to do it today, oh, I can't speak. Today, I'm joined again by Chris. Hey, Chris. Hi, Steve. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Hanging in there. Another day in paradise. Another day in paradise. You been all right? I've been good. Um, yeah. The summer is almost over, though. Isn't it sad? Like, Labor Day weekend's coming up this weekend, coming up, and... Yep. I think it was a good summer, though. It was a good summer. A lot of fun. Good beach days, pool days. Yeah, we're, we're in, a, like, a shore town, so we take advantage of the beach. That's right, while we can. That's right. Um, all right, so, uh, before we get started on today's episode, which I'm really, really excited about, and in case, uh, before I start talking about that, if anybody hears any uh, chewing or food rustling in the background, um, that's because it has to do with today's fight, so we're going to get to that in a second. Um, but before we get started, I just wanted to talk about a couple of our previous episodes that we had. Um, we had the Pokemon Olympics episode two. In that was a great one. That was a fun one. In Many honor epic of the Olympics, battles. a lot of epic battles. Just like the Olympics. That's right. The Olympics, I had a great time watching this year's Olympics. Me too. Going into it, I didn't think that, I didn't, not that I didn't think it was going to be good, but everybody was kind of putting down and beating Brazil, saying they're going to stink, Rio de Janeiro's not going to do a good job hosting it, and I thought they did a good job. I think people like to play up the negatives, but it went well. Coming out of the Olympics, the biggest failure was Ryan Lochte, in my opinion. Yeah, really. More bad for the U.S. Exactly. Right. Um, so, so here are the results from that episode. So, And if you haven't listened, please feel free to go back and give it a listen. So which Pokemon would win the Olympics in weightlifting? We had Graveler, Magneton, and Machamp. Machamp and Graveler tied with 50%. Magneton, zero. Sorry, Chris. People don't understand the power of magnets. I don't think you do either. <laughs> That's only because I didn't know how to convert air moisture to magnet, to, power. To magnet power. That's true. you got to listen to the podcast to understand that one. It's a weird one. After that, we had which Pokemon would win the Olympics in gymnastics. We had Pikachu with 50%, Primate with 50%, and Ditto with 0%. Oh, come on, people. Looking back, I think Ditto is actually a pretty strong argument because in the gymnastics, you do have multiple events that you're doing, and Ditto is able to turn into the different Pokemon that would master those different That events. was my argument. I think that is a really good argument. Uh, we had which Pokemon would win the Olympics in golf? Uh, we had Marowak no. at 100% and Alakazam at 0%. Uh, Dan and Chris both chose Alakazam, so that's why there's only two choices for that fight. And then we also had which Pokemon would win the Olympics in polo? We had Rapidash and Magmar at 100%. Then Kadabra and Farfetch'd at 0 and Arcanine and Marowak at 0%. Not only did I lose every fight, I got 0 votes. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't even vote for myself, so it's partially my fault. <laughs> well, we got to get more people participating. Remember, people, we have a Twitter out there. Please feel free. After every new episode, you can go and vote. Leave us feedback. Let us know if you what you thought about the fight. If you just, think you can also just tweet angry slurs at us. Like you guys, you can tell us how dumb we are hey, for picking Pokemon. That's, that's right. right, exactly. Uh, so, so those are our Pokemon episodes in honor of the Olympics. I had a really good time doing those. Maybe for 2018 for. Uh, 
the Pyongyang South Korean Winter Olympics, we could do a Pokemon episode also. That'd be great. Yeah, awesome. Maybe we can branch out and include more Pokemon. I like that. Maybe do a Generation 2 themed episode. Awesome. Uh, So another reminder, we have our previous episode, our potluck episode, um, so where we just kind of chose random cards with random things on it, and we just argued it out. Uh, I won't tell you what those were in case you haven't listened to them. That gives you a reason to go and listen to that episode. Uh, But those votes, or those, excuse me, those polls are still going to be out until today, and you can still vote for them if you have not done so already. So please feel free to go out and listen to that one also. We have a couple votes on our Twitter page right now. All right. Uh, Before we get started, um, always remember if you have any ideas for future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to... Say hello, give us a shout out. You can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. And you can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. We are also available on some other um, radio podcasts. Yeah, I think some other po- some other podcast apps are picking it up. Like I use um, Pocket Casts. Mm-hmm. I've seen them on the downloads. I like the way that one works. There's one called Blueberry, Blueberry or something along those lines. I know we're on there. Stitcher is another one. Um, I'm not sure about Spotify. There is a way to get podcasts oh, on Spotify. I haven't checked. I know I submitted it, but I haven't heard anything back from them yet. So so that's pretty much the news with us right now before we get started. Um, Chris, what are we talking about today? We have a serial battle today. That's right. And what's it in honor of? We were kind of thinking it's it's a back-to-school type of episode because kids are going back to school. Kids are eating cereal for breakfast. It's a quick breakfast. Everyone thinks of cereal when they think of their childhood. That's right. So we have chosen two iconic serial icons to battle each other today. That's right. And what are those two serial icons? We have pitted Captain Crunch, or Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Against Lucky of Lucky Charms. That's right. And what we talked about at the beginning of the episode, when we said you might hear some chomping or some rustling of bags in the background, that is because we have two boxes here, one of Captain Crunch and one of Lucky Charms that we're going to be snacking on. Yeah, I'm feeling like the Captain Crunch is crunchier. You think so? I feel like I might be annoying the listeners by crunching. <laughs> and this episode is not sponsored by General Mills or Quaker Oats Company. Quaker Oats. Do you know that PepsiCo owns Quaker Oats? Quaker Oats? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I found that during our research. So Pepsi makes your cereal. Hmm. But doesn't it doesn't make a difference. Are you a Coke guy? Is that what you're saying? I like Coca-Cola. Ever since I saw this really good documentary called Fed Up about sugar in our food, I've kind of been away from soda. Hmm. I've been trying. Um, just because... You know, they show all like the statistics and stuff and the amount of sugar in all of our food, but it's, you know sometimes it's hard. It's like you're looking, you're looking at this right now. We were looking at the the sugar count before we started. Lucky Charms has ten grams per three fourths a cup, and Captain Crunch has what's that? Twelve, 12 grams. So it's really not that big of a difference. I thought Captain Crunch would have been a lot higher. Me I've too. Always, I've always heard Captain Crunch is like the worst cereal you could possibly have. It still might be, but maybe Lucky Charms but, are almost as bad. Yeah, that's true. All right, cool. So want to get into a little bit of history and fun facts? Let's do it. All right, I'll let you go first. Well. Um, hopefully, if you're listening to this, you know who Captain Crunch is, but I'll give a quick background. He's usually depicted as a 18th century naval captain. He's an older man with white eyebrows and a white mustache. He wears a revolutionary-style naval uniform. His hat, I, be- I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, it's called a bicorn hat. Have you ever heard of that? No. That's apparently the style of hat. I think it's French. So that so some people say that he's a French sea captain, but... That's not really Captain Crunch canon, as far as I could tell. <laughs> His hat has a C on it. I'm assuming that stands for Crunch, but it might stand for Captain. It could stand for both. Ooh, that's a, it's like, yeah, you never know what it's it really a double, stands for. It's a double letter. See, I would guess Captain. 
It would make or more cap'n. sense to make like the uniforms with their rank, so they don't have to like custom make a hat for everyone's name. Yeah, but, that's true. <laughs> I mean, he is a pretty famous captain, so maybe he does have a specialized hat. Right. Um, he wears a blue coat with golden gold trim, gold sleeves. He seems to be generally a friendly, uh, friendly old naval captain. Yeah, sharing cereal and crunchitizing kids. <laughs> awesome. Crunchitizing is a good thing, I believe. I mean, they do it in every commercial, and the kids seem to enjoy it. They do seem to like it. Because the catchphrase is... Crunchitize me, Captain. So they are saying, hey, crunchitize me. Yep. Nice. And uh, in case you don't eat Captain Crunch cereal, it's uh, it says on the front of the box, it's a sweetened corn and oat cereal. I think that's pretty accurate. They're kind of like pillow-shaped. They are pillow-shaped. They're pretty sweet. Yeah. Crunchy. There are some allegations that they cut the roof of your mouth, but I've never had an issue with that. They're really good. I, one of my favorite cereals, actually. I was talking to Chris before we started recording. There's this really good recipe called Captain Crunch Chicken. And what you do is you use crunched or mashed up Captain Crunch as the breading for chicken. And it makes it really, really sweet. And it's really, really good. It's a family tradition. We have it every Christmas Eve. We oh. have Captain Crunch Chicken. It's like just like our little family tradition. We started it one day. There's a, re- there's a restaurant that used to make it. And I can't remember what. And my mom got it off of a... Uh, Website with the knockoff recipes or whatever. I forget who made it, but it's really good. You should definitely try it out. I'm sure the recipe's out there. You got anything else on Captain Crunch? Uh, I have some things. Let me just throw out some yeah. interesting Captain Crunch yeah. trivia. Go ahead. Um, a lot of the background on Captain Crunch has kind of been made up through the years. There's not like it's not like Quaker Oats is putting out like source material. Like he's had different things. Like he's had like kind of uh, fictitious newspaper articles written about him. There's actually an author who wrote a bunch of short stories about him. And then there's, like, fake history online. But some things that are generally accepted um, and appear in some of the commercials is his, his ship is called the, Gu- the Guppy. Mm-hmm. He was born on Crunch Island in the Sea of Milk, which is a magical place with talking trees, crazy creatures, and a whole mountain made out of Captain Crunch cereal called Mount Crunchmore. I wonder if they, that's where they get the cereal from. From the mountain? From the He's, mountain. like, mining the mountain exactly. for the cereal? Yeah. Hmm, maybe. Yeah. I think that's all I got for now. Okay. Uh, I have one other interesting fact. I was going to save it to the end, but I'll just throw this out now. I thought this was kind of a funny story. You may, some people, if you pay attention to the news, may have heard of this. So back in 2009, uh, there was a case in California, uh, Sugawara versus PepsiCo, Inc. Oh, that makes sense. Oh. PepsiCo owns Quaker Oats. That's it. So the plaintiff claimed that she had been purchasing Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries because she believed that crunch berries indicated she was eating real fruit. <laughs> so she thought for four years she was eating a healthy cereal containing real fruit. And then when she discovered that they were just sugary cereal balls, she sued PepsiCo. And she did not win. The judge believed that it was simply impossible for the plaintiffs to file an amended complaint stating a claim based upon these facts. The survival of the claim would require this court to ignore all concepts of personal responsibility and common sense. <laughs> The court has no intention of allowing that to happen. I want to know how much she spent on legal fees to fight this. There was probably some stupid um, lawyer, kind of like the lawyer Jackie Childs from Seinfeld, who was like, oh, we got a case. Trying to make that quick Exactly. Oh, we could do that. Wow. I mean, how do you, like, come on. Seriously, like, Mm. crunchberry. And they taste nothing like fruit. Like, what kind of fruit did she think she was eating? Exactly. I mean... They're crunchy. There's no fruit that's crunchy. They taste like exactly that. like the other ones, just kind of flavored with, like, like fruit flavor. Exactly. Maybe that was her argument. They tasted like a fruity flavor. But still, it's not real. Okay. All right. Is that for now? That's all I got. All right, cool. So a little bit of history about Lucky Charms. 
They are owned by General Mills, and they were created in 1962 by a guy named John, probably going to butcher this name, um, Holahan. Looks like Ola and then Han. So Holahan, I don't know. Like, hello, Han. Um, General Mills uh, challenged their creative t- team to do something with either Cheerios or Wheaties, something that's both the, both of those are owned by General Mills. So they said, you know, try to do something a little bit with kind of like the cereal we have. So John Holahan, he decided to mix Cheerios and he wanted them to look kind of like circus peanuts. And that's kind of like what the cereal looks like because they don't look like Cheerios, but they kind of ha- like have that texture of Cheerios mm-hmm. in a way. And they kind of look fun like circus peanuts do. And some other people suggested that they market the cereal around charm bracelets. So they kind of combined that together and they got this Lucky Charms where you have something that looks like and tastes like Cheerios with these uh, marshmallow charm bracelets. And the mascot of Lucky the Leprechaun, he's also called Sir Charms, which I did not know that. That's also his name. He was introduced in 1963, and he was voiced by this guy named Arthur Anderson until 1992. Um, and Arthur Anderson actually died in April 2016. So he just died a couple of months just ago. Recently. Just recently. So maybe we should dedicate this episode to him. This episode is dedicated to Arthur Anderson, the voice of Lucky the Leprechaun from 1962 to 1992. Rest in peace. Good 30-year run. So that's a little bit of the history on that. Some fun facts. Lucky Charms was the first cereal to introduce marshmallows in the recipe. Wow. Yeah. Well, it is a little bold to be like, let's serve this breakfast cereal with sugary marshmallows. Exactly. Um, let's see. Arthur Anderson... He was born in New York, New York City, and he was not Irish. So the guy who's doing the voice of Lucky <laughs> the Leprechaun was not Irish. And he was quoted as saying, quote, I just have an Irish-sounding name, because Arthur Anderson kind of sounds a little Irish a little bit. Um, I have reason to celebrate. I had the luck of the Irish to get that part. I never got free cereal, but they gave me lots of green money. <laughs> and it was, a, it was a fun character to play. Hardly a day goes by when somebody doesn't ask me to sing the Lucky Charms jingle, and I'm proud of that. So he seems like he enjoyed it, and he was really happy that he got this role, considering he wasn't Irish. Wow, good for him. Yeah. Uh, in 1975, Lucky was replaced by Waldo the Wizard in New England, whereas the rest of the country had the U or in the rest of the U.S. Uh, had Lucky the Leprechaun still. So you kind of had two mascots competing for the same company. Why do you think they they just changed to Wood, Waldo the Wizard in New England? I'm trying to think. 1975. Yeah, I, I saw that too in my research, and I didn't see any reason why. They're like, let's just change the mascot. Because I know, one. like, the Irish were oppressed immigrants during, like, the early, mm. like, the late 1800s, early 1900s. So I don't see why, though, they would do it in, like, 1975, though. That doesn't make that much sense to me. Yeah. Huh. That's weird. I don't know. I couldn't really find an answer. So if me anybody either. knows, tweet at us and let us know, because we're really curious about that. Uh, initially, the cereal had really poor sales because the product was just essentially plain oats with marshmallows so thinking if you took the marshmallows and just mixed them with with cheerios they probably wouldn't taste that good so the developers covered the oats with sugar and the oats are covered in sugar now which is why they taste so good i guess that's their solution to everything yep cereal isn't selling well add sugar i mean that's what it is nowadays you go down the cereal aisle and that's all it is oh do you like sugary sugar coated sugar pops we have the cereal for you that's right with your favorite movie characters and you can win a free race car And lastly, to boost sales, the marshmallow shapes are consistently changed, with the original lineup being pink hearts, yellow moons, orange stars, and green clovers. And now there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight marshmallows that are like considered like the original. A rainbow, a heart, shooting star, an hourglass. Uh, is that like, what that is? Like That's big, an hourglass? That'd be my guess. We're looking off the box. That's how we're knowing this. The next is like a hat with a four-leaf clover an on. Irish hat a blue moon a red balloon and a lucky horseshoe yeah 
So I remember when we were younger, because I was looking up some of the old commercials, there was a marshmallow with, like, if you poured the milk on it, like a key appeared in it or them. something. I remember They were cool. I feel like you're kind of getting gypped because you're losing marshmallows. Because <laughs> it's, it's Well, it was just melting into your milk. You were making sugary milk. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. So that's what I got on the fun facts. So I thought that's pretty interesting about Lucky Charms. That is interesting. Yeah. So, so we have our history. We have our fun facts. So what is the scenario we're going to be arguing today, Chris? All right. Here's what I have proposed. Okay. Um... So I, I wanted these characters to battle because this is we do we do fights. So yep. they're going to be fighting each other, but they're also going to be at the same time trying to advertise their cereal to people watching this. Yes. So I've been thinking of it as kind of like they're filming a joint commercial, but they're like trying to like basically sabotage each other by fighting each other, something like that. Okay. So we've set up a scenario where they'll be on an island. Yeah. Um, are we both like arriving at the island like at the same time? I say we're both arriving at this island. The, the people on this island, let's say they never had cereal before. Never had cereal. Never had cereal before, so this is all brand new to them. All right. Okay. That sounds great. All right. You want to Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in. Uh, I also forgot to say, you said Lucky was also called Sir Charms? Yeah. Captain Crunch's full name is Horatio Magellan Crunch. Oh, okay. So, not oh, that cool. that matters, yeah, but I just to throw it out there. So, um, I think right off the bat, I have the captain has a... Advantage because he actually is a captain. He's sailing a ship. So he's probably going to beat you to the island and have a chance to kind of get in there first. So, like, really with advertising and sales, like, the first person to get in on a market really has an advantage. Okay. So, like, not doesn't need to fight. He just gets in there. He, maybe he starts, he sails his ship in. Um, maybe starts passing out Captain Crunch to people, like, free trials. I'm not sure how he'd do it. And the other thing is, Captain Crunch is friendly with children. Like, okay. children will help him. Children okay. will work with him. And maybe he will crunchitize them. Okay. <laughs> it sounds bad when you it say it. Sound bad. And I'm not even sure what crunchitizing does. Like it seems to basically like it tur- turn it, them into a cartoon. It turns them it turns them into pieces of Captain Crunch, which then yeah, turns them then, into a cartoon, and then they get turned back into pieces of Captain Crunch, back into the real world, then with bowls of of Captain Crunch. Oh wow. So kids probably love that. That looks that sounds fun. Yeah. As a parent, maybe you're afraid of your kid turning into cereal and then turning back into cereal. Just getting kidnapped yeah. by some It's not kidnapping. They, older gentleman no, he's with a, a he's white just beard. He's a friendly guy. White mustache. Okay. He I, I think you're trying to insinuate that he's like maybe a pedophile or something, but No, I'm insinuating he's just, that he's a liar. A liar? He's a liar. What are, he crunchitize he says he's gonna crunchitize you? They say crunchitize me captain and he crunchitizes them. He's not a captain, Chris. Oh, <laughs> I was wondering if this was going to come up. I'm bringing that up. So <laughs> there is a bit of controversy over this. Uh, I'll say real quick. Wait, feel free to add to it. The Cap- Captain Crunch's design has like changed. A co- He's had a couple like uniform designs, but never has he had the correct insignia for a captain. So he's been at different times either a commodore or a lieutenant yep. or a commander, yep, I found depending that too. on how many bars are on his uniform. But he's never had the correct uh, insignia for a captain. The most he's ever had is three, which is on the box currently, which indicates that he's a commander. Captain needs four start or four stripes. This was a this was a scandal that happened in 2013. Um, and the only way I actually know this is because Stephen Colbert on the Colbert Report <laughs> did a really funny thing on this. And I'm gonna I'll put a link to that episode in our show notes. Um, where he accused Captain Crunch of being a liar to the US military. Um, and he, okay, he may be impersonating a naval officer. I'll give you that. Well, okay. The, um, there's actually a quote from a naval lieutenant uh, in the Pentagon. He qu- he was quoted 
as saying, We have no Captain Crunch in the personal records, and we have checked. We have notified the Naval Criminal Investigation Service, which is the NCIS, which is true. That's a real thing. And we're looking into whether or not he's impersonating a naval officer, and that's a serious offense. Wow, so they got Special Agent Jethro Gibbs on that. Yes. That's an NCIS joke. If no one watches that show, I'm sorry. So they actually had someone from the Pentagon quote on this. And if tried, he convicted up to five, six, no, six months in jail, which I don't think is that much for... That doesn't sound that bad. Because I could That's do that right. worth it. I know. For impersonating <laughs> a naval officer, six months in jail. And this is actually kind of funny. Um, when this whole scandal happened, the official Captain Crunch tweeted, or the Captain Crunch, Captain Crunch Twitter account tweeted, of course I'm a captain. Um, he wrote to anguish supporters uh, searching for answers. He also said, it's the crunch, not the clothes that make a man. And he also said, hashtag paid my dues. Sounds like a Donald Trump-esque tweet. It does sound like a Donald Trump-esque tweet. But he makes a valid point. He's not a captain. He's a captain, which is C-A-P. What's that called? Like, Does that mark have a name? C-A-P apostrophe N. Yeah, I thought the apostrophe was actually called something different when it's used like that, but Um, I forget. Yeah. But anyway, maybe that's a separate rank. And first of all, why is the Pentagon wasting time on something like this? Did they look into the fact that there's a magical leprechaun who is running through forests making... But he's not claiming to be a military officer for you know a good course um, of if, 40, if lucky, 50 years. If Lucky exists, the Pentagon is definitely interested in him because he has some pretty crazy magical powers that they're probably going to want to use, like, weaponize. So they, he they, might, they might be, be. We don't know. He's probably in a cell somewhere that no one knows about, <laughs> like, getting, like, experimented on for his magic. Kind of like Stranger Things with L. Oh, yeah, like that. A little bit. Yeah, if you guys don't watch Stranger Things, you should watch it on Netflix. I'm only four episodes in, but I'm really, really enjoying it. Chris so tweet, is, Chris has tweet Steve spoilers so please he watches it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, don't please don't. Um, right. You got me off track. So yeah. So so anyway, so you were saying he's a captain, so he would arrive right. and he would crunchitize everybody. So If they wanted to be crunchitized. If they wanted like to be Like, he would ask you, and then they'd say, crunchitize me, captain, and then he would do it. Like, he wouldn't force. So, okay. So and if he's not a captain, and, I, and I'm saying maybe he's not, maybe he's a captain, maybe that's something different, maybe he's a pirate impersonating a naval officer. That's pretty. That's pretty cool too. Like that's going to give him some advantages, I think, because pirates are generally cool. I wanted to show you this picture. This is from the Stephen Colbert episode, and I'm going to put this also in our show notes. And he was talking about how Captain Crunch has been impersonating people for so long, so we really don't oh. know who he truly is. Oh dear. So, um, he his graphics team changed the box of Captain Crunch to a guy named Captain Von Crunch, and it looks like a Captain Crunch meets a Nazi official. They, actually, they appear to Hitler. have made the cereal swastika shape. They did make the cereal swastika shape. Um, so Stephen Colbert was saying that he actually might be he might have a bunch of different personas that he's been taking over the years. So we really can't trust who he is. Not bringing that into this argument, but it is on the table. <laughs> so you brought it into the argument. Didn't say that. You 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 said you're not bringing it into the argument, but then you brought it into the argument. It's just I, on, I'm just leaving it there. You don't have. I'm not saying right. I'm going to use it as an argument, but it's there. Okay, if that's how you want to be, that's fine. Now, you're saying he can get to the island. Lucky also has easy abilities to get to the island. <laughs> like what, Steve? All of his marshmallows have special powers. Do they really? They do. They're, They're probably, like, totally realistic, right? Yeah. <laughs> Rainbows has the power to instantaneously... The rainbow charms, the marshmallow shapes, have the power to instantaneously travel from place to place. So he could go from <laughs> he could go from his, you know... His villa in the Florida Keys, where he's soaking up the sun and cashing in all of his Lucky Charms checks. I doubt an Irishman is living. Okay, in the we'll say Keys. like some island off of Ireland or something. Yeah, yeah, somewhere like cold and rainy, like that one mountain at the end of The Force Awakens. 
that's in Ireland, I believe. Oh, really? I believe so. Might cool. be, maybe it's Scotland. I forget. It's, I think it's, it's right around there. You think the camera's going to pan over in episode uh, eight? And just lucky, it's just Lucky, lucky just chilling there. And then Ray is just giving him like a handful of Lucky Charms <laughs> or something, like, like a charm bracelet. Um, so yeah, with with the rainbows, he has the power to instantaneously travel from place to place. So he could Wait, go from wherever he is to that island. What were we trying? We can't hear you. <laughs> That's the crunching sound of some great product placement right there. I hope people hear the crunching, otherwise that sounds weird. I hope General Mills and PepsiCo hear this episode, so that way they could give us a free a shout out. crunch for life. Yeah, I'll take it. So, all right, so we're trying to win over the hearts of these residents. Yeah, and you know what's a way not to do that? By instantaneously appearing from nowhere like a demon. They're going to think it's magic, not a demon. They're going to think you're like the devil coming to take them from their island. No way. No way. What What is... So, Captain Crunch, his slogan is Crunchitize Me, Captain. Okay? Yeah. Do you remember Lucky's Lucky Charms slogan? Yeah, like, um, death to all children or something like that? <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's, um... That's Captain Von Crunch. I think it's Captain Von Crunch, yeah. <laughs> lucky Charms is, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. Right. People want his Lucky Charms. They're always chasing him. They and do, but why doesn't he want to share them? Because they're, it has his magical power, and he wants it for himself. But what happens at the end of every commercial? They always trick him. They, they always get his Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. So they, people always end up getting it anyway, and he's okay with that. Because usually, they usually trick him in like a comical way. Like um, I was trying to think of some of the commercials I was watching. Like There's one where he runs and hides in his treehouse, mm-hmm. and then they like knock on the door, and he looks, opens the door to check, and they just grab the cereal box when he does it. <laughs> like, I don't know why he fell for that. If he really didn't want them... To have his lucky charms, he could make it so. The hourglass, oh yeah, that is an hourglass. The hourglass has the power to stop time. I saw that, but I think you should be very careful with that power because none of his marshmallows have the power to start time again. Ooh, so I think that's kind of like a doomsday device. That it's like a last call yep. kind of thing, and then he's just stuck in this infinite um, <laughs> limbo where everyone's just stopped. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He also has the power with the balloons to make things float, which will make people very excited. Be able to, like, fly a little bit. I think that'd be awesome. That would be. People would see all these powers. The blue moon's power of invisibility. Uh, Clover's luck. But you'll never know what kind of luck you'll get. So, I saw that, too. I don't I don't know what that means. Like, sometimes it can be bad luck? Maybe. That almost explains anything that could possibly happen to you. So anything ever happens in life, you can just go, Ah, oh, man. Those darn clovers. I just don't know what kind of luck that is. That's right. Um, actually, horseshoes have the power to speed up things. So can that make time oh, speed up then? Maybe that can restart time. That's probably what it is. So if he really wanted to stop people from getting his lucky charms, he could do it. Maybe he doesn't fully know how to control the marshmallow power. That's I think why he can't do it in the commercials. Well, if he did, the commercial would be like an hour and a half long <laughs> if he stopped time. So. I, would, I would watch that. If you make made a Lucky Charm movie about like using all those marshmallow powers. I'm surprised they actually haven't made a Lucky Charm. They should make, all these companies should team up and do like an Avengers Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe of like all these um, serial guys. You could have Count Chocula. I'd watch that. Uh, the bee from High Nut Cheerios. Um, some person from a Wheaties box, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know, Michael Phelps or something. I don't know. I think it'd be pretty interesting. It could be like the space jam of our time. There you go. I like it. Michael Phelps gets sucked into the serial cartoon world. Or we could do Who Framed Captain Crunch, and he was really a captain the whole time, instead of like a like Who Framed Roger Rabbit scenario. Oh, I like that, too. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Wow. Movie people, you just need to talk to us, because we'll we write this movie great, for We got you. some great ideas. 
So, Lucky, going to this island, he'll get there, no problem. People will be instantly hooked. He'll have no problem getting his be items out instantly there. instantly afraid of him. They'll be like, this guy is sent by the devil. If they are, they're racist. They're being racist against Irishmen. Oh, wow, you're playing the racist card. <laughs> What's what? Why should they be terrified of him because he appears? Have they never seen, like, magic before? Like, magicians doing magic tricks? Just because they've never seen cereal doesn't mean they've never seen magic tricks. I'm sure they're like an industrialized nation. Oh, we just said it was an island. Maybe it's not. It's not an industrialized nation? So we're saying that they are going to believe that a leprechaun who appears out of nowhere must have their best interest at heart. If he's giving them all this free power and this delicious cereal, absolutely. There's just there's a lot of negative stigma with leprechauns. Like sometimes they're they're tricky. They try to like trick you and kill you, steal your children. Also, there's negative there's negative opinions about people who falsify military documents. That's unproven. That's just baseless allegations. No, that's completely proven. Look at the box. He only has three stripes. Maybe this is um you know just a dramatization of what he looks like. Maybe he doesn't like posing for pictures. It says it's enlarged to show texture. Maybe they also like enlarge the stripes to show. Texture. Maybe two stripes combined by accident. Maybe this artist just doesn't understand like naval insignia and messed up. But that's not like I don't know. I'm kind of reaching, but. That's right. I understand what you're saying. He looks like a nice guy to me. I'm just saying. I think Lucky looks like a nice guy. He does. I, I wouldn't be he terrified of him. He doesn't share his cereal with children. He always tries to run away from children. Children love Captain Crunch. Children love Lucky Charms. But They're they always after they, they, me, Lucky Charms. But they don't love Lucky. But they love his Lucky Charms. We're not trying to sell the person here. We're trying to sell the the uh, the cereal. Right? We established that in the beginning. That is true. Yeah. So what I else? think... I think Lucky could sabotage Captain Crunch. He could slow down his ship so his ship isn't able to either get there on time. Captain Crunch's ship actually does have the ability to go travel on land. I saw that. That's in a cool. bunch of commercials, which is pretty cool. Which I think would terrify people. If I was like driving down the street and I saw this giant <laughs> ship floating on like a cloud of milk come out of nowhere and then kidnap my children in the back and then made them reappear with a bunch of, you know, cereal squares, I'd be pretty scared. But if my children but were just like... But then you'd see the smile and joy on your child, and you'd be like, thanks, Captain. And I'd also see the fat in their bellies <laughs> as they expanded over a period of years. You can eat Captain Crunch responsibly and have a totally healthy diet. You're right. It is part of a balanced breakfast. I'm sure it says somewhere in the box. I'm sure the they commercial. claim that. I yeah. don't know if that's really true. Balanced breakfast being three-fourths a cup is 110 calories. I think it's three-fourths of a cup. And 12 grams of sugar. Nobody has three-fourths of a cup Speaking of cereal. Speaking of eating cereal, what's your Lucky Charms eating strategy? Do you have a, a certain way you eat it? Because I do. Really? For I, cereal I, or just Lucky Charms in general? Cereal, if I'm eating Lucky Charms with milk, I will eat the non-marshmallows first and save all the marshmallows for the end. I will do my best to save some marshmallows for the end. Then what I'll do is if I have like three marshmallows left, I'll close my eyes and I'll use a, a spoon like most people do with cereal. And I'll try to see if I can guess which one I'm going to have last. Wow, that's that's a cool game. I know. It keeps me occupied in the morning when I was, like, getting ready to go to school. <laughs> I usually did that with, like, the Star Wars cereal. Because, like, when a new Star Wars movie came out, like, I remember when Revenge of the Sith came out, um, they had, like, Star Wars cereal with, mm-hmm. like, lightsaber marshmallows. And I remember I did that. It gave me something to do. I was wow. pretty pretty bored in the morning. So, getting back to this, I, ha- I have a, a, a bit of a counter that I'm going to propose. I don't know if Captain Crunch could pull this off. Okay. So, there is a Captain Crunch commercial where his nemesis, I don't remember his name. What did he look like? The nemesis? Yeah. Like a, like a mad scientist who was kind of big. Okay. Like a big, fat, mad scientist. Okay. He created a bunch of clones of Captain Crunch. Okay. And was using them to, to steal Captain Crunch or something like that. Okay. He was, they were stealing Crunch Bears. I forget. Whatever. So, 
the Cam Crunch was able to um, to rehypnotize the clones. So he has a clone army. He had a he used a what he called in the commercial a duplicate zombie hypno ray <laughs> because he used it on duplicates of himself. They were duplicate zombies. So then he would have a clone army. So he could he could like position them like all in different ships. So Lucky wouldn't know which is the real captain to stop. So then also he'd have like help. So he'd have like all these Captain Crunches descending on this island. Probably like maybe a hundred of them could break off and try to. So I think their best strategy would be to try to steal Lucky's charms. Okay. Either so he can't use them or to use them against him. I think the best thing they could do is like use children to infiltrate. Lucky seems to have trouble keeping his cereal from children. Okay. So they would try to break into Secret Lucky Charms headquarters, wherever Lucky's keeping his charms, and take them. So now we get access to Lucky's powers. Okay. He doesn't have them. Okay. You're outnumbered. 100 captains to one Lucky. We have the children on our side. And you're going to murder Lucky? No, I'm not going to murder. No, he's a nice guy. I'm not going to. Well, we are fighting each other. Okay. We're just going to beat you until you surrender. Okay. And give us a pot of gold. Okay. That he could probably do. Looks like he has a... Interesting. Pot of gold is not a marshmallow right now. It has been in time. Yeah, Yeah. that is interesting. It's very iconic. But maybe the pot kind of just looked like a sideways balloon. Maybe. A yellow balloon that looked like it was like deflating or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so... Oh, there's one other leprechaun. I I actually Google searched how to kill a leprechaun, just because I was curious. You better delete your search history in case there's a murder near your house sometime soon. Of a leprechaun? Could you imagine, though, if something happens? I am suspect number one if (laughs) that happens. That's right. So two things, two common themes that seem to come up of leprechaun weaknesses. One of them is iron, like the metal iron. Like, for some reason, lucky lucky just leprechauns don't like iron. Okay. And the other was four-leaf clovers. Really? Is a weakness? Yeah. I never heard that. That's really... Because he's wearing one right now. He's wearing one on his hat. This just might... That just might be the artist going off of stereotypes just like Captain Crunch is artist oh three bars must mean captain I don't know yeah but he's not you know it'd be different if he was claiming to be a leprechaun he is a leprechaun he's clearly a leprechaun so with your with your tactic your your hundred ships or whatever yep okay clones clone army this is true right so uh, Lucky has the ability to make things invisible. He could turn all your ships invisible, all your people <laughs> invisible. The kids will have no idea that they're even there. They'll a... probably be even more scared if there's an invisible person trying to talk to them and cahoot them into trying to murder a leprechaun. No, not trying to murder. We're just trying okay. to steal your Lucky just... charms. So apparently the Lucky the, the charms are so good that you yourself are trying to get in on this. They're too powerful. I agree. I need to get them from you. Like With those charms, you could like take over the world. There's nothing Captain Crunch could do. So the kids would be going to get the Lucky Charms. They'll be introduced to the Lucky Charms, mm-hmm. and they'll love it so much. They'll be like, "Screw Captain Crunch! I like the, <laughs> I like the Lucky Charms so and much." And that is care. the crux of the argument. Could a Captain Crunch black agent? What do you call that? Like a black op chill, like a, child agent, like a sleeper agent? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're not sleepers. They just like got trained by Captain Crunch to infiltrate and steal Lucky Charms. Okay. So they're obviously a big Captain Crunch fan. Okay. Would they be won over by Lucky Charms? And that's really what this comes down to: the heart and minds of the children. Who will win them over? Because really, whoever has the children on their side will win this battle. Magic over... Uh, Crunchitizing. Crunchitizing. Cool boat rides. Cool boat rides on a sea of milk. Questionably ranked sea captains. Yeah. And No, not questionably ranked. It's He's not a captain. <laughs> he's a captain. He's a captain. Okay. And crunchitizing. Now... Maybe crunchitizing is more better than we've given it credit for. I don't know. I've never been crunchitized. Now you have a clone army. Yeah. Okay. What if Lucky... Uses the clover marshmallow 
which gives him some kind of luck. Something's going to happen. I'm just going to say it's good luck. Cause <laughs> oh, it's, you are going to say I'm just going to say you're gonna, you're gonna for, go. for this scenario. Okay. Okay. And he's able to have some kind of like an Order 66 on the clone, <laughs> on the clone, um, captains. Would they like turn on the kids? No, 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 no. They turn on the captain and then they would turn on each other. That's crazy. Pretty much leaving them all to go, right? <laughs> it would happen out at sea and it would also, they would all be invisible so the kids would not see a bunch of old white men killing each other in front of them. So they'd have no idea it was happening and they'd all be like, oh man, and then... I would come in, swoop in, and give him a whole bunch of cereal. That that could happen. The only way we could come back from that is if we had the um, the heart marshmallow because it has the power to bring things to life. But he would have to use it, or you would have to get. We'd have to have to like it. one surviving. So your 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 um, black ops agent, if they were able to go in, not be influenced by the magic of the marshmallows, get that. Uh, what was it again? The heart. The heart. The heart marshmallow. Does one heart marshmallow apply to all of them, or do you have to give each one an individual heart marshmallow? It's unclear from the from the data. That would be a really cool statistics project. High school teachers, statistics teachers, open different box of Lucky Charms and do stats of to how many different marshmallows are in different boxes. I'd be curious if it's like consistent. Or if it's different depending on the box. I did that with M and M's. I was going to say kind of like different color M and M's. I always heard blue was very dominant. Hmm. I don't know if you remember. I don't remember. Yeah. I just remember that. Uh, yeah, so Order 66, if we're lucky. If we're unlucky, <laughs> Order 66 could backfire. Uh, maybe he accidentally has the children do it by accident. Because <laughs> who else would it be? Because he doesn't have an army of luckies. None of his marshmallows from the eight main ones doesn't have the ability to clone or right create an army. So it just shows that having a clone army, not a good idea. It usually is dangerous, yeah. You should raise them by birth and give them code names like FN two one eight seven. I don't have time for that. I'm too busy in person. I know it is. I, I know it is pretty hard. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm looking at this fight. He has even with when it comes down to marketing, people love his cereal. Like I said, the the, the logo. They're always after me, Lucky Charms. They're always going so after him. They this, want his cereal your so source, much. Your source that people want Lucky Charms is a Lucky Charms commercial. Correct. I feel like they have an incentive to kind of inflate that. That that's right. they're, they're they're selling it to me that way, so he's going to be able to sell it to the children that way, no problem. This is classic bandwagon advertising tactics. Everyone wants Lucky Charms. You got to get your Lucky Charms. Sold me. I'm a big fan of Lucky Charms. You're 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 lo- even if you say, "Hey kids, want me to crunchitize you?" I'd be like, "What?" Yeah, he'd have to explain what it is, I think. Like, but sit it makes down, it worse. Sit like, down, kids. We're going to actually turn you into cereal. Wait, wait, wait. No, it's okay. You'll turn back into a cartoon. Then you'll turn into cereal again, and you'll turn back into a kid with Captain Crunch. That's right. And you'll be exactly where you were. Your parents won't really be worried, I guess. Unless time stops. I don't know if time stops when you're crunchitized. It doesn't, it doesn't appear Because the parents never seemed worried when the kids got back. Like, holy crap, where did my child go? I think in the Quaker Oats universe, being crunchitized might be a common enough occurrence that that's fine with them. That's true. Like, it might oh, just be like got crunchitized again. If they make a movie series, that would be a cool thing to explore. be a very cool thing to explore. All right, any last uh, things you want to say before we uh, close off this argument? Uh... I don't know. Do you think Walter the Wizard would come into uh, play on either side of this? Like, maybe he'd be a little feel, feel betrayed by Lucky? I think he would feel betrayed by Lucky, which would give you the power of the wizard. Which marshmallows would you have access to? Would you only be able to fight in New England, since that's only <laughs> where he was from? The other thing is, Waldo was like a clumsy wizard. He usually would, like, make a mistake. 
he looked he looked kind of weird when i first heard the name waldo the wizard when i was reading this i immediately thought of where's waldo with like a wizard hat on i thought of like red stripes yeah and we'll post the picture on our instagram and twitter so people can see what waldo the wizard looked like he looks really weird he does he's a weird looking wizard it's like he he has the beard i believe right yeah he had a beard beard and kind of a goofy face i mean that would be an interesting thing he could feel betrayed and head over um does he get stripped of his wizard powers since he left the lucky charms order i don't know i don't know does he have like um black market marshmallow powers Maybe he has other black mar- uh, black market marshmallows that haven't been implemented yet, and he's using them to his advantage. I don't know. That'd be cool. It'd be really cool. I want a backstory on Walter the Wizard where he like kind of like falls. He's down on his luck, and that becomes... could be a spinoff in our movie series. He'd be like uh, like a Punisher type character. I'm picturing kind of like Ooh. bad things happen to him, and now he's getting revenge. now he's getting his revenge. Be a powerful marshmallows. Instead of a skull, he could have like a four leaf clover. Yeah, a float. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like a four leaf clover, but it's like bleeding or something <laughs> with like a wand in the middle yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh man, this is good. I'm telling you, I don't know who has the rights to <laughs> these characters or whatever, but somebody needs to make this universe happen. Huh. All right. Anything else? That's all I got. It's all I got too. I actually have to say, I personally like both serials a lot. So both of them, I, I like both of them a lot. They're really, really good. There are sometimes where I'm in the mood for one over the other. Me too. Captain yeah. Crunch is really, really sweet, which is really good sometimes. Um, Lucky Charms, I really like that taste of the marshmallow. Yeah, and we're just saying this is our own opinions. We did not get paid for this. We really uh, didn't. It would be nice. It'd be nice if we did, but we maybe did not. we could get a sponsor. We did not at we all. Eat, eat cereal during every episode and talk about it. We could do a uh, Count Chocula versus. <laughs> Frankenboo? Frankenboo during Halloween. I don't know time. if that's his name. I forget. But there is the, the it's like a boo berry, I think it's called or something. There's a boo berry. Boo berry, yeah. Awesome, cool. All right. Well, if um, you know, if you wanna give us your feedback on this episode, please feel free to reach out to us, Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, leave comments on our Instagram. I'm gonna be posting pictures throughout the week so that way you can see some of the different things we we're talking about. We were talking about Captain Von Crunch. From the Colbert Report, when he was talking about Captain Crunch's alter ego from 1933. Well, um, also, it was like horrible slander. Oh, it was completely horrible slander. And so, that has nothing to do with this fight. Yeah, I'm not using that yes, against you at thank all. You. Um, slander or things? libel? It might be libel. Uh, libel is print, I believe. So what is it called? When slander you... is when you say something. Okay. Yeah, print is libel. They did both then. I learned they... that from Spider-Man 2. <laughs> really? He, or Spider-Man 1, because he says, you can't say that, that's, that's slander. And then J. Jonah Jameson goes... It can't, I can because in it's in speech it's uh, slander in print it's libel. So what is it? So he, he said it on TV, but also had a picture. So I feel like it's both. That that is true too. That is true. Uh, also, look in our show notes. I'm going to have links to that Colbert Report episode uh, about Captain Crunch, which was pretty good, and some of the other things we were mentioning also in our episode. Chris, thanks for uh, doing this one. I think were you that you were the one that came up with this one, if I'm not mistaken. I did. I just pitched that to you like on a whim. Yeah, and I thought, and then you texted me a picture the other night of you getting Lucky Charms and Captain Crunch, and I was really excited, saying, "Perfect! This is exactly what we need. We need to do more themed episodes where we can eat food during it." I like it. I think it's a good idea. Awesome. Next week, donuts versus cake. Hey, I like it. Why not? We could do. I don't know. Is there any donut mascots that's like really, really big? Um, I don't know. We'll we'll figure something out. <laughs> if you know any donut mascots that you want to go against a cake monster or something. Yeah, let us know. Or if you have any idea for a topic, we'll do anything. Exactly. We're, we get tired of coming up with things ourselves. So please feel free to reach out. Okay? Um, Chris, thank you so much for being 
on today. My pleasure, Steve. Thank you. Awesome. As always, please subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate. Thanks for listening. Franchise me, Jeremy! The kids are after me lucky charms. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.